Well, I'm back, ready to give the message that I have in my heart. Actually, as I was praying, I I was asking the Lord, what do you want to say? And there was just one word that I felt like the Lord gave me, and it was the word more. More. Now, that could be whatever the Holy Spirit speaks to you, but I believe that He wants more in every area of our life. And so I'm going to share a few scriptures, share some thoughts. not going to keep you long tonight, but I do want to uh, hopefully impart into you a desire in the faith for more. More of God, more whatever that the case may be. More uh, in your marriage, more in your finances, more uh, in your relationships, whatever it is that you're needing more in. But I'm going to take it out of Psalm 115, verse 13 and 14. It says, He, the Lord will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. What that means, either from the least to the greatest. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. Did you know that all of the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus? And that we need to be persuaded, persuaded, that means we may see some things in our natural eyes that does that may contradict what God's wanting to do, but we stay con- we stay connected in our faith with the promises of God, and eventually we'll see those promises come to pass. Notice here that he says he will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great, from the least to the greatest. May the Lord give you increase more and more you and your children. You know, he could have said that he would give us increase, and that would be great. But he says to give you increase more and more. God wants more in our lives. Not only you personally, but if you have children, it says you and your children. I believe that God has uh, great things for our family and every area and every part of our life. You know, I love what Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Notice here again, if you will, if you break this scripture down, you can see that he wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. We could, we could say it this way. That he wants to, he wants to increase us more and more, not only for you, but also for your children. Why? Because God wants to be a blessing in our lives so that we could be a blessing in other people's lives. Well, John 10, 10 tells us that the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. Let me stop and pause here. You know, that's one of the things that we need to not cooperate with. You know, the thief will do that in many ways. He'll try to get us in strife. He'll try to get us uh, upset. He'll try to get us in the flesh. He'll try to get us thinking wrong, acting wrong, have wrong attitudes, all those different things. And all those things are cooperating with him so that he could still kill and destroy. What does he still kill and destroy? The effect of the Word of God in our lives. The power or the Word of his power working in our lives. The Holy Spirit wanting to work in our lives. He, he can kill that in our lives if we cooperate with the, the thief, the devil. And, but Jesus said it this way. He says, but I have come that you might have life 
and have it more abundantly. That word life there is a Greek word, zoe, which means the God kind of life or the life that God wants you and I to have. Do you know that God wants us to have a great life? If you keep looking up that word life, there's many, many meanings that you'll see in that word. And I'm going to teach on this later on in this year. But it means to have a blessed life. A life that is distinguished with favor. And God wants you and I to have a, a life that is blessed with more and more. That's distinguished with uh, favor more and more in our lives. It also means to, to accomplish God's purpose and, and to release God's energy in your life. God wants to come and act in my life, in your life, to accomplish His purpose and to release His energy in our life. Have you ever gone through life and it just seems like because there's, there's uh, just the, the, the regular routine of life, the things that you're going through, the, the daily activities, the, the unexpected things that you have to process through. This week for me is a, a, a busy, busy week and, and it just uh, I'm going from one thing to another to another to another. And I, I, one of the things that I've seen this week, even though I have been like that, God, is, he's, he's been speaking to me. He's been giving me, giving me what I need. And I'm seeing myself actually uh, creating margin in my life. I say me, but God's leading, helping me to create margin in my life. And instead of my energy being zapped, I see God giving me energy. He's allowing me to be able to do what needs to be done. But that word life also means to make uh, us comfortable in, the, in God's presence, to be able to experience the presence of God. And I'm so grateful for that, that life that He wants us to have. It also means to ca cause our life to go forward. Forward with great energy, forward with blessing, forward with favor, forward with more and more. It means to cause our life to flow like a river. That we would, you know, rivers are, are meant to be a blessing to lots of people. It's not only for, the, uh, not only will the individual be able to benefit from a river, but it also means that we can, we can help others to experience more and more through our lives. I want my life to be a channel, a channel that God uses, a channel that. Uh, adds uh, value. I, I think back at some so many people's lives that have made an impact in my life. And once again, I just re uh, referenced this this past weekend, but there was a guy that befriended my life and he came into my place of business and he befriended me and worked with me and kept inviting me to church and church. And one day at one of his invitations, I came to church and, and of course, uh, God got hold of my life and I was changed uh, that moment, I mean, it didn't take but a moment for the Word of God uh, to transform my life. And I'm so grateful for that. And that's because of the life of God that was flowing from His life like a river. And, uh, and let me tell you something about the life of God. It always satisfies. It satisfies us inwardly. Uh, by God, and there's no other way to explain it. It's just that you feel so satisfied inside. And so that life, that Zoe, if you will, it's to give you a life that you love. And bottom line, it's a life that you love. Uh, you may not have all the money in the world. You may not have even two, two nickels to rub together. 
but you can be more satisfied than the richest person on the face of this earth because you have the Zoe life of God in your life. So Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. In other words, God wants to bless our lives, increase our lives with more and more not only for us, but also for our children. Well, Jesus said he wants to give us life, but he didn't stop there. He says to give it to us more abundantly, over and above, more than enough, beyond measure, a super abundance. That's what that word abundantly means. It means a distinguished life, an excellent life, a better life, an overflowing life. In other words, it means more. It means more. God wants to give us more. Well, remember our scripture that we started out with. He blesses those who fear the Lord. And then it goes on and it tells us that he will increase our lives more and more. So it all starts out with some some thoughts that I want to give you today. If we're going to experience everything that God wants us to experience... I think we're going to have to understand how and who God gives more and more to. He gives more and more to those who fear Him, that have a reverence towards Him, a wholesome dread of displeasing Him, uh, a, a, a respect for Him that is higher than anything else. I've seen this, and the Bible says in the last of the last days, we're going to see people that uh, with less respect than any other time in all history, we're going to see that happening. People are going to be lovers of themselves. Uh, the Bible tells us that in these last days, that they're going to be disrespectful, they're going to be, uh, there's going to be hatred, there's going to be all kinds of things. But here, the Bible tells us, or God tells us, that he will bless us that fear him. So there's really three thoughts that I just want to leave you with today and give to you today. If we're going to uh, understand the fear of the Lord, uh, as I thought about the fear of the Lord, there's so many ways that I could look in there and define it for you. But the first thing that I, I, I felt in my heart is, number one, is we need to catch God's heart. We need to catch it. My, my, when I was telling my wife this, she, uh, the picture came to her as uh, catching, catching a ball. And we need to catch the heart of God. And, uh, and, and let me tell you how we catch the heart of God, I believe, more than in any way, is that we seize opportunities to hear God. You know, I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. I believe that you're going to catch more of God's heart because you're with us tonight at First Wednesday. And let me tell you something, Uh, every time there's a ministry opportunity where we're ministering the word, whether uh, first Wednesdays or we just got through with our 21 days of prayer and we had some special services there, uh, our Sunday morning services, those are awesome opportunities to hear from God. There are opportunities that needs to be seized because that's an opportunity to be able to catch God's heart. Uh, Those that don't fear God, they don't have God's heart. Those that fear God have the heart of God. They hate what God hates. They love what God loves. If you go uh, find out what the fear of God is, it says to hate evil. And uh, so therefore we love what God loves. And so we catch God's heart. I, I love this about, and, and you that know me, I love people with all my heart. 
I work hard, very hard at being uh, the person that, uh, of love that God intended me to be. And I try to reflect the love of God through my life because honestly, it's His love in me. And I want His love to be unrestrained in that. I want His love to be able to be expressed exactly how God wants His love to be expressed through my life. Because I know it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's the good, goodness of God that transforms lives. Uh, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have that kind of love being manifested through my life where I'm touching people's lives if I've not caught the, the heart of God. And so I've got to catch His heart. I don't know about you, but daily I'm in prayer. Daily I'm in the Word of God. Daily I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing shoulders with different people uh, in my life, in my small groups, and, and uh, just, just so that we're sharpening each other because I want to hear from God. Lord, what are you saying? Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, God is speaking, and I am catching the heart of God. God, what is it that you want? And I'm going to run with what you want. And I'm going to make sure that my personality doesn't uh, conflict with that, that my personality co cooperates with it. See, my personality should never conflict with the will of God, the purpose of God in my life, or the heart of God. It ought to co uh, complement it. And so it's like, Lord, just use me. You know, I've heard people say it this way. Well, that's just how I am. That's just how I am. And I think, well, I'm so sorry that uh, you, you, you're unwilling to make some changes. You know, uh, we got to get the heart of God. Well, we got to fear God. You know that the fear of God can be taught. You can learn the fear of God. And uh, we're going to talk about this on Sunday mornings, too. I, I, I have a, at least one message I'm going to bring to you in this new series that we're doing on Sunday mornings called Great Faith. Uh, we've got to have the fear of God if we're going to have great faith. And so catch God's heart. Seize opportunities to be able to hear from God so that you can catch His heart so that you can run, from it, uh, run with it. One of the things that I do is that I... People that have my heart, I'm more willing, more prone to, to give them uh, opportunities, to give them uh, uh, just uh, uh, ministry opportunities, to, uh, to be able to be a blessing in their life. Because I know that they're not going to hurt my heart. They're not going to misrepresent my heart. So I want to place my heart in their lives. And if they mishandle my heart constantly, continually, then chances are I'm not going to give them more and more. And the same, the same is with God. God wants to give us more and more, but we can't mishandle His heart. Let's catch it. Let's cherish it. Let's love it. Let's cooperate with it. Which brings me to the second point. We need to carry God's heart. Once we catch it, let's carry it. Let's carry it close. Let's click carry it uh, dear to us because God's heart is what we want to cooperate. See, I think about my grandchildren when I think about carrying God's heart. If you're around me, when I'm around my grandchildren, you see me kissing them all the time, usually on the top of their head. Uh, sometimes I kiss them on their cheeks or kiss them occasionally on their, on their mouth. I just love my grandkids, but you always see me embracing them and holding them and carrying them. And, and, and that's because I, I love them. I don't want them to be uh, anything else but cared for, 
comforted and loved. And I want to love, care for, and comfort the heart of God. I want the heart of God to know that I am not going to mistreat you. I'm not going to do something that's going to hurt your heart. I'm going to run with your heart. I'm going to carry your heart. You can trust me with your heart, God. Give me more of your heart. You can trust me because I'm going to carry it close. I'm going to carry it dear. And I'm going to, uh, number three, the third thing is I'm going to convey your heart, Lord. Number three, we need to convey God's heart. Why do, why do I say convey it? Why do I say do we need to catch it, carry it, and convey it? Because God doesn't want us, only us, to experience this. He wants people to experience him through us. And so we need to be people that are preaching the gospel, sharing the gospel. Acts chapter 20, verse 24 says it this way. This is Paul the Apostle. He said, But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy, the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus, get this, to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. Paul says, listen, I want, I, there's, my life, I don't even consider it dear to me. I, in other words, it's not about me. It's all about what God wants me to do. And that, what he wants me to do, is he wants me to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. Well, the word gospel, uh, you know, I was, I was listening to, or reading from uh, Andrew Womack, and he says, it's, it's, it's good news that is too good to be true. It's almost too good to be true. That's what the word gospel is. And it says the gospel of the grace of God. And the grace of God is the, the influence of God, the, uh, the uh, ability of God, and the power of God to bring, a pa- bring to pass the will of God in our life. Do you, not, do you know that, and I said it this past weekend, that we are to deliver God's will to this generation, to our generation, to this earth. We're to bring uh, God's will on the scene. And so God wants us to convey his heart. See, I love it when people are under my leadership in our church, me being the senior pastor here, being the father of this house, when they're listening, when they're catching my heart, when they're carrying my heart, and then they start conveying it, gosh, you don't know how it moves me. It moves me in a great way. It's like, yes, we're able to do this together. We're walking in unity. The Bible says how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity and God commands his blessing on it. So it it pleases me as I believe that it pleases God that when we're fearing God, when we're, uh, again, catching his heart, we're carrying his heart and conveying his heart uh, that he is just wanting to bless us. He's wanting to increase us more and more. Not only us, but our children, those around us begin to be, uh, ex- be able to uh, experience that increase in their lives. Well, we're to deliver God's uh, will here on this earth. What is his will? The gospel, the good news. What is that gospel? Salvation, God. People can experience salvation. You know that one word from God uh, can transform a life for eternity? That's what happened to me on a Sunday evening service when I went to church at an invitation of the friend that uh, that was... Uh, Reaching out to me, it was one word that transformed my life for eternity. I am forever changed for eternity. 
Every word from God has an assignment to bring to pass in our life what he has intended for our lives. Well, salvation, healings, deliverance, prosperity. He wants people to recover from their problems and their situations. He wants restoration in the lives of people. Bottom line, God wants more for you and I. Boy, I hope this encouraged you. I'm so looking forward to being with you guys this weekend. Can I pray with you as we close? Uh, again, I know there's so much here that I gave, but uh, come be with us this, uh, this Sunday, and then uh, we will be back in the house for First Wednesday starting next month. Father, I pray for each one that is watching right now. I ask you, God, that you would help them to fear you. Teach them the fear of the Lord. How to catch your heart, carry your heart, and convey your heart to this, this generation and generations to come. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. And if you're here today and you're watching, you need a relationship, personal re relationship with Jesus. Say this, Jesus, come into my life. I make you the Lord of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that, we want to help you. Text the word 903-595-5256. Text the word next and we will help you. Until next time, God bless you guys and we'll see you this weekend.